When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. All right, I'm sorry to say Tom just left. He did. He took off. He forgot that he was upset. He had a tough day. And, you know, he got through the first hour, but then it really... The the event that occurred today is weighing heavily on him. For the first time in Tom's incredibly long life. He paid $100 to fill his tank with gasoline. I know. Oh. And he doesn't have a giant pickup truck. No, no, no. He has a Honda. $100 to fill your Honda. <laughs> We're all sorry, Tom. We know it's tough for you. You'll get over it. He'll be fine. It's got to give him an hour. So while he's gone, hey. <laughs> it's just us. Give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, to try to save you some grief, to try to save you some money, to try to save you some angst, some anxiety, some concern, some confusion, some frustration. When it comes to dealing with money and the people who help you deal with money and the investments you make in money and the way you invest and the way you think about investing and the way you should think about investing and the plan you should have and all that other stuff. It's free, it's beyond easy, and I know for a fact that there are lines available to you right now. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Okay, I lied. Tom was not that upset. He was upset earlier today about the gas. I can't believe how expensive gas is now. I am so glad that I got rid of of that Nissan Armada and traded it in for the hybrid Honda. Thank you, hybrid Honda. I'm feeling much better now. Um, oh, and uh, th- you're going to feel better about something. Really, I th- let's talk about bonds for a minute because bonds are this sore subject with a lot of you. It's like, oh, great. I bought bonds so that... When the stock market went down, it wouldn't hurt so bad. And it's it hurts. My Vanguard total bond index is down like 10% for the year so far, year to date. And I know that feels bad. And it feels almost like a stock market loss because you may have a well-diversified stock portfolio that's down by a similar percentage. But we need to think a little differently about bonds than we do about stocks. Because it's not about the now, it's about the the then and the there, the future. And this is something that people don't talk about much when they talk about bonds. What is, if you have a diversified portfolio of stocks, what has been historically the worst loss you would have suffered in a portfolio that's U.S. and international, small in value, all that stuff. It's well diversified. What was the worst single year loss 
from stocks? It's been about 50%. Now, some riskier asset classes like small cap, it could be 75 or 80. Huge drawdown. Huge drawdown. Uh, you could you could even, we've seen drawdowns of a couple of years in the double digits, substantial double digits, you know, 20, 30%. However, good news is with stocks, there's never been a 20-year period where you would have lost money in that kind of a diversified portfolio where you would have, that means nothing about the future, but would have. 10 years, very rare and very small losses. Now, let's talk about bonds for a minute. This is what we don't get. Bonds have never, ever diversified portfolio, high-quality bonds like U.S. governments. Now, see, we've we got we to uh, differentiate between volatility, the rise and fall of prices, and permanent loss, which you get in low-quality corporate bonds like junk bonds. Different thing. 10-year U.S. government bonds, which is right in the intermediate term, the sweet spot of intermediate term bonds. The worst year ever was a very quick 15% decline back in the late 70s. Generally, we've had a number of drawdowns of 10% or less. Well, right now, we're at about 10%. Are we near the end? We don't know, but probably. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. No, no, keep, no, keep the curtains drawn. Don't open them. There is no nice day outside. There's no nice day outside in Seattle. It's terrible. Weather's awful. Don't look. Really. Just call the show. No, it's not nice. Don't don't go outside. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. What could be more important than talking about money? Come on. Nice day. Talking about money. Easy choice for me. 855-935-8255. Oh, before I get back to bondage, I lied about Tom. Tom, actually, I did. I lied. For dramatic effect. Uh, Tom went to a, uh, a soccer game. Not a professional soccer game. No, not a college soccer game. It's going to the, I think it's the, some state championship in which the Monroe Bearcats are playing soccer. And, of course, Tom is a sucker for a good Monroe Bearcats game. I think he even had his Bearcats sweatshirt on when he was doing the show. He is a fan. So he's uh, out supporting his home team. Somewhere. I think it was, oh, Mount Vernon. That's where he is. So you're going to have to call me and keep me company at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And the reason I'm talking to you about bonds is because you've been freaking out. Well, my bonds are doing about as bad as my stocks. What is up with this? Should I get out of the bonds? No, no, no. you got to put this in perspective. Stocks can drop a lot. And they will at times. They will drop big double digits. They can't drop three digits. Not in general. That would be the end of the economy. But they do do some double-digit dipping. But bonds, bonds rarely lose 
double digits. So it's so rare. Get this. Over the last 60 years, 60 years, there have only been six times, no, five times. I'm looking at the chart. Five times where bonds have lost more than 10%. And in every instance, they very quickly recovered within the course of a year or less. Well, a couple of years. So the right now we're looking at 10-year treasuries down about 8 or 9%. We're pretty close to the worst-case scenario. And that happens when rates go up. But rates can only go up so far. You can never get bonds, government bonds, unless the government defaults. They can never lose. I mean, they can't lose 50% of their value. Think how high interest rates would have to go for bonds to be worth 50% less than they are today. The number's astronomical. It, it would be economy destruction. It's just economic destruction. Um, and therefore, you, this is why you have bonds in your portfolio. It's not to totally protect against. You can't totally protect against losses. That's a pipe dream. Bonds are there to help cushion the fall over time. Over time. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. I'm Don McDonald. Tom's away for this hour. And Steve is here to take his place. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Tom's Shoes on Talking Real Money. How you doing? I'm good. You don't actually have to host. I'm kidding. What's up? Just curious um, if you know the difference between, I don't hear you guys talking about Bitcoin or crypto. And Well, Bitcoin is a crypto. you like it or not. It's the same thing. Well, Bitcoin, crypto is the refers to all of the oh gosh, approximately ten thousand cryptocurrencies out there. Tether, Dogecoin, oh. all of them. Cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. as a as a as a class. I don't even want to call them an asset class. It's kind of like eh, made up stuff class. Uh, crypto as a group is a lot of these made up currencies. Yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin kind of things. Bitcoin just happens to be the biggest, the baddest, the, first the leader. They were really there first. But mm-hmm. in terms of an investment, they have no traits, none, no traits whatsoever of an investment. They have all the traits of speculation. Mm-hmm. In other words, gambling. They're a gambling, they're a gambling vehicle, pure and simple, because they cannot, without market forces being involved, make themselves more valuable. Right, because they don't have anything of substance. They are just their air name attached to air. And you know how many people, Steve, have created cryptocurrencies out of thin air? put them out to the market, people have invested millions and millions and millions of dollars in them, and then they do what is called a rug pull, and they sell all this crypto that they that they have into the marketplace, they, driving the value down to zero. And disappear. It's a, it, it's a scam. <laughs> Almost all of it is a scam. We don't even yeah. know. The only thing that makes sense, and, and this is, I, I'm, 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 giving all of you crypto enthusiasts a little bit of credit 
the only part of it, and this is the only argument, by the way, that any crypto enthusiast has ever given me, the blockchain concept, the concept of having uh, a, a global system of verification of assets without having to use big institutions to do that, there is some potential value in that. But cryptocurrencies, I, I, I've been saying for a long time that these things are a con, and I still believe it fervently. All right. Well, thanks for your your uh, detailed information because I knew you guys would have have some answers. So I'm just I'm just researching it, and most people I talk to are like, "Ugh, ugh, it's like a baby yeah, diaper well, behind a couch." It's <laughs> that's a really. I'm going to use that one now. <laughs> Don't touch those baby diapers you, you behind the couch. That one. Unless it's your baby, you know then you got to go take care of it. It's, it's starting to sink, and you know where it's coming from. So, yeah, I would. I would. Okay. I. Well, I, I got to tell you, I I invest, and I've been investing for forty years, forty plus years, and um, I would never, ever consider crypto for my portfolio ever. Thanks for the call. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. As a matter of fact, I have tried. I really go out of my way to read pro-crypto press, and there's a lot of it out there. Funny thing about most of the pro-crypto press, though, is it is funded by people who are making money in crypto. It is not... uh, You don't read positive things about crypto in Business Week or the Wall Street Journal. It's people who are pushing crypto who say good things about crypto. But I have yet to see a good argument for it. They keep saying it's going to become a currency. We're going to be able to use it anywhere. Well, where can you use Bitcoin? Really? I mean, I know you can find a place, but places that you use all the time, they don't exist. Be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Don. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. And what do we talk about? Well, it's in the name of the show. Money. But not anything to do with well we'll talk about anything to do with money but we're going to try to keep it real the the, what real investing is what real savings is what a real retirement looks like i'm not going to lie to you we're going to try and tell you the truth for a change 855-935-TALK i'm don mcdonald tom's taken an hour off which of course he should go watch a soccer game and Lori, it's your turn welcome to the program hi don Hi, Lori. What's up? I'm, I'm sorry, I missed Tom. Um, I just wanted to, one, I wanted to thank both of you. I'm so grateful for your podcast and for your retire meet. I mean, it's it's been life-changing. Um, so oh, thank I, you. I, I can't thank you enough. Um, He's probably listening at the game, so you thanked him. I, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, really, I just, I really can't thank you enough. Um um, I, I had a couple of questions. I've been I've been just uh, um, nonstop listening to your podcast. Going back, I found you more recently, uh-huh. and um, 
we moved, we took out about a million dollars in retirement accounts and we've moved it to Vanguard and um, we've read some of uh, Paul Merriman stuff, some of your um, your book and had, haven't had enough time to, to go through it all, but we wanted to get moving on it. So sure. one of my, two of my questions, I, I'm not sure what to do about foreign real estate and foreign bonds as, as a percentage of our accounts. We've got our plan, we've got our risk percentages, but I, and maybe I missed it because I was, um, you know, I was binge listening to the podcast, um, but I, I don't know that I ever heard you mention foreign real estate or foreign bonds and how important they are to your overall well, portfolio holdings. Uh, well, this is one of those arguments that... Uh, it, yeah, there are cases to be made for both foreign real estate and foreign bonds, but not as great a case, in my opinion, as that which can be made for foreign stocks. So we're really getting into very, very, very fine tuning of portfolios. And in a lot of portfolios, you're, you're going to have international exposure to some real estate through your through your stock portfolio and when you get into foreign bonds then you start dealing with um, issues of currency exchange rates and the like higher expenses but uh, you know you might want to have a little bit if at all so just keep diversifying globally and keep investing the way you are tom and don are talking real money Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, welcome back to our program, radio program, then later, a podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Tom's watching a high school championship soccer game because Tom does love his soccer. And I'm Don McDonald. Give me a call, please, at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because the one thing we want to do more than anything else is to help you get this financial stuff in your life right it's too important to not take seriously there is very very little in your life that is going to have more long-term impact on you than money and managing it right and it's it's not something to be taken lightly far too many people with whom you work take it lightly because well they don't want you to know what you're doing so they can make more money so call me, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call Saturdays during the show or anytime and leave your questions, but it's better to talk, like, between us, you know, together. And uh, we have a different Steve on the line. It's Steve Day today, Steve number two. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Don, can hey, you Steve. hear me? I can hear you, sir. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I, All righty. I'm, I'm Steve from Alabama. Alabama, one of your deep south listeners. <laughs> you are not too far away from I where I am. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, my yes, wife sir. and I were with a fee were with a fee based broker for about three years, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I listen. I've been listening to you for several months now, and finally made the uh, the leap into uh, getting away from the fee based broker. And we've moved uh, everything into Vanguard. Okay, good. Uh, my question is, we're 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 in the the middle of moving it all. Part, partly, I had already had some funds in Vanguard, and I let them go into what they call a personal advisory service, sure. uh, which is also. Uh, a little cheaper than what I had before. Yeah, it's fee only, moved, and it's it's the fees are reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I moved uh, what I could move in kind. I moved, and I'm still holding that in some stocks and uh, ETFs and in, mm-hmm. in, in a Vanguard account separate from that. And uh, I also have two, two IRAs. Uh, my wife actually has a larger IRA than I do. And uh, we're holding that right now. We have not done anything but left that in their uh, money market accounts okay. at this sure. point. And I guess my main question is, is it a good time to maybe hold off for a few months to see how things shake out before we decide where to move that to at Vanguard? No, sir. Unequivocally, okay. absolutely no. Here's the reason. What if, let's think back to 2020. We were in the month of March of 2020. The market started falling apart, and it was falling as furiously and fast as it is right right now. It was scary. And people asked this same question back then. Should I wait? And they waited even a couple of weeks, and the market almost completely turned around. Okay. It can move so fast. You'll never catch it. Yeah. Second question. Assuming that I go ahead and do it now, the target funds, would would that be a, a good place to put the IRA money instead of uh, folding it into the uh, personal advisory? Uh, well, I, you know, I think the world of the uh, of the target date fund concept, as long as you don't pick it based on, as long as you don't pick the target date fund solely based on your age. Make sure that you look okay. at the allocation. First, what have you ever gone and taken our risk quiz? No, sir. Go take it at TalkingRealMoney.com. It's free, no obligation. Nobody's going to bug you. Go take the risk quiz. Find okay. out what your the proper asset allocation is based on a scary market. This, this is a really great time to take the risk quiz because this is a scary market. So it'll give you a more accurate depiction of your tolerance for risk then what you do is you look at the vanguard target date funds and you find one that has the right asset allocation based on your risk quiz score not based on the year it could be that you know you're going to retire in 2035 and the 2045 is more appropriate for you based on what the portfolio is so do that and actually if you do that you could skip the vanguard personal advisor stuff and just listen to us and maybe do a little overweighting down the road. Thanks for the call. Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi there. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Got lines open for you right now if you want to call. I know it's a beautiful day in Seattle, but still call. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because there aren't many things more important than getting the financial part of your life right, which is why we try to answer your questions 
above everything else. And we also answer them from people sending the the questions in to TalkingRealMoney.com. On the the weekend show, we answer the ones that are typed in, like this one. And I'll do this because Tom's not here. Hi, Don and Tom. I've been listening to your show for about a year now. I have a couple of questions. First, I was looking at the ETF with the ticker T-A-R-K. Oh. I hope this isn't a... This feels like a joke, but maybe not. This seems like a great way to double the gains I am currently getting from being in ARK Innovation. A-R-K-K. Huh. So you're in ARK. You understand that you haven't gotten any gains in ARK in uh, over a year. You've gotten dramatic losses. T-A-R-K is an innovation fund that it's called the AXS 2X Innovation Fund. What does 2X mean, you ask? It means they go long and they borrow money. It means they buy more stocks than they have money for, or they go short. And in this case, they're going super short. Basically, it's the exact opposite of ARC, except far more risky. And the expense ratio is a ridiculous 1.15%. So I'm going to continue on with the rest of this question, and then I'm going to give you a big general answer because you'll see why. My spouse is currently with Edward Jones, in which she has a Roth and a brokerage account from well before we were married. Her advisor is moving to or starting a company called Soar Wealth Strategies. I tried to look them up, but was unable to find any information about on their fees. Now, there's probably a good reason for that, and that is because they're they're too new. He's starting a new firm. Um, but if I had his name, I could probably look him up and get some information. But we're going to say sore. It's sore. I'm going to just see if since you've written in sore wealth in Omaha, sore wealth. No, there's a soaring sore. No, none in Omaha. So they're, they're, they're not there. Um, oh, it looks like they may be part of Commonwealth Financial Network. Okay. So they're just a DBA for another advisory firm, which is a TAMP. They're, yeah, they're an investment advisory firm and a brokerage firm um, out of Massachusetts under which they're operating. So not a fiduciary advisor. Not, 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 not. Ah, he is a nice guy and very helpful. They're all nice guys. And she's thinking of moving money to the new firm. Stop. Don't go. Are you able to find the management advisor fees? Um, yeah, probably. And my guess is they're quite high. Uh, in fact, let me just see if I can find that for you now that I found the firm fees. Oh, my gosh, this is a really long ADV, which a really long ADV means quite a bit of obfuscation, quite a bit of confusion. Uh, their fee section is, oh, yeah, they're, they're uh, wow. Their largest fee is two and a quarter percent. Once you get above one hundred fifty thousand or two fifty, 
250000 it goes all the way down to one point five. Oh my gosh. That's a high fee. So, uh, no, do not go to this new firm. He says he has all his funds with Vanguard, and I'm trying to discuss the reasons for a switch with her. Well, okay, if you're with Vanguard, then you don't do ETFs like TARC or ARC. You just don't do them because they're gambling. So you got this smart account, and you're with Vanguard. I'll continue. I'll list the funds and percentages if you want to look at expense ratio to discuss the quality. There's about 25000 in the account. Um, I believe this account was set up by a family member, and the current advisor has not been putting her into any more of the American funds. Um, I've been able to find the regular expense ratios for all of these accounts. I'm not going to go through all the funds, but they range from 0.45 to 0.84. Are there other fees associated with them? Probably not. That's probably it. And one of them is a money market account with a 0.54 expense ratio. That's you paying. As he says, is this just us paying to have money in a savings account and losing more? Yes. Oh, finally, just kidding about the TARC ETF. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. It's got to be a joke. Nobody's going to get into T-A-R-K. Yeah, you're, uh, your spouse, you've got to help her. Please help her. They're always so nice. They are. Tell her to call us. We'll talk her down, I promise. But no, she's not getting great advice. All of those funds she's in are ridiculously expensive. There were probably, well, let me just look at one of the largest ones. I'm not going to be able to go through all of them in the time that I have left, but I'm going to look up this one. And what is that one? The PGIM Genesis International Opportunity Fund. Let's just look at what the fees are. They're 0.84. And the costs associated with it are, oh, this must be in a fee-based account. Yeah, it's R shares. So she's probably paying a fee for the advice in addition to the fee for the accounts. So it looks like there may be some double dipping because I don't see how the advisor gets paid otherwise because there is no 12B1. Now, one of the other ones is the uh, the American Fund's Fundamental Investors, an old fund, with a 60, uh, 60 basis point expense ratio and a five and three quarter percent front load. So um, that one is very, very expensive. These Roth funds you're showing me, I am beginning to think that this advisor is also charging her an annual fee, or I should say a quarterly fee for advice. And if he or she is, or he is doing so, he is violating his, his fiduciary responsibility by putting you in these expensive funds. In my opinion, you should be in much less expensive funds. Yep. This is another R fund and R funds are for advisors who charge fees. So my guess, he's also charging the Ed Jones fee, which is, they've brought it down. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it is. I think I have it at Talking Real Money, so I don't have to go through their whole ADV. TalkingRealMoney.com slash help is a good place if you are looking to find out what some of the bigger firms charge. Go there, because I researched a bunch of advisors and here is, uh, where are they? Ed Jones. Yeah, they now charge 1.44%. So my guess is she's paying 1.44% plus 
those fees on the funds from 0.45 to 0.84, which means she's paying in the range of 2% per year in total fees and expenses, expenses. And in my book, that is just too much. Just too much. Thanks so much for the question. Thank you all for being a part of the program. Remember, you can listen to the podcast at TalkingRealMoney.com, and we'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And for our previous correspondent, and all of you, you know, one of the things you could do, too, um, what was your name again? Uh, Logan. Hey, Logan, uh, one of the things you could do is go to vestry.com and set up an appointment for your wife to, for your wife to talk with one of our advisors because then they could go through that whole portfolio, tell her what all the fees are, look at her paperwork and tell her everything she's paying. That's one of the things we do for, for people for free. It's free, no obligation, no high pressure sales pitch, none of that stuff. As a matter of fact, she doesn't have enough for us to even manage the money. We have much higher minimums. Um, but they can at least tell her what she's in and what's good about it and what's bad about it. And there's going to be a lot more bad about it than good about it. I can tell you that right off the bat. And she could make her life a whole lot simpler with considering the amount she's ha- she has invested, I would assume, of a young age. She, she could do just something like VT and a small cap value fund and be really happy, I bet, and pay a whole lot less in fees. If you want to do the same, just go to vestory.com which is our Vestry by Appella website. This firm's logo is changing to Vestry by Appella. Um, and just sign up for an appointment. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. That's Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 